0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Take 10 for Torah, number 720. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at, at take 10 fortorahorg This year is sponsored by the papilski and Necham family, Le'ili nishmas Moshe Yitzchak ben Yaakov Shimon, uh, whose Yerzeit is on the 30th day of Shvat the Torah we learned by nishmaso. So we know this week's parasha, Parshas has an incredible amount of laws. And many of those laws are sundry laws relating to damages, that I might do to my friend. So we have categories of damages, as we see in the Mishnah and Kamma, that come from psukom like, v'chi ish, o es if my ox gores somebody, a man or a woman, uh, if my ox, psukom describe, eat your food, if in the course of doing something I leave something in the Rosh Harabbim, in the public domain, or I dig a hole in the public domain, and it causes damage, I'm liable for their responsibility. If I start a fire and the fire starts on my property and then travels out of my property and does damage to somebody else, kesetzeh. These are the classic categories of responsibility that the Mishnah in Kama talks about. Arba, Avos Nazikin. There are four major categories of damage. That's what we have in this week's parasha, amongst many others. In the context of talking about damages and responsibility that a person might have for his property and for the things he might do for others. So there's a Mishnah in Bava Kama. Bava of course, is one of the Masechahs that talk about nizdik and talk about the damages. There's Bava Kama, Bava Matzia, Bava Basra. Bava just means gate. There's the first gate, the middle gate, and the last gate, all talking about different areas of damages and financial law. So the Mishnah says, If somebody pours water, in And someone else is damaged by the water, so he pollutes, and he causes damage. <laughs> he is obligated to pay for the damages. <laughs> one who hides thorns, or hides some sort of glass. Or one who makes a fence, and in the fence he builds in some sort of thorn, or spike and the person gets damaged, The and a gedar, which falls into Shoshua, my, let's say, my fence falls, and damages somebody, so I'm chayv I am obligated to pay. Now this kind of sounds obvious. I'm hiding my things, and they're dangerous, and I don't hide them well enough. You know, you can imagine the, the adaptations that we have for this, uh, different types of toxic waste uh, nowadays, or, or actually, thorns or glass things themselves, and you put glass in the garbage can, and, and it damages the person who's taking out the garbage, etc. And we are obligated for the damages that we might do through these things. So the Gemara, right there, says the following. The early pious people, and the Chassidim, we're talking about the pious people of, uh, a long time ago, we're not talking about Maron day Chasidim, which is a different thing altogether, but the Chasidim Harishonim, the early pious people, meaning what we used to consider pious, These people would conceal their thorns and their glass in their fields, and they would dig it underground, over three over a foot underground, so that it would not obstruct the plow. They didn't mean their own plow, Toso says, it means other people's plow. They would make sure that if they had something damaging, what do you do with it? Like you can't make it disintegrate, you can't make it disappear. So they would bury it to a point that it would no longer be an issue. So Bigamara gives some examples. Rav had a better idea. He'd put them into the fire, so they would be destroyed and disappear. Revel would toss them into the uh, Tigris River, because uh, that would also make them disappear. Amr Yehuda, Haiman de l'mihavi chasida, l'kayim Mili de And so Rav Yehuda says, in conclusion, one who wants to be pious should observe the matters of Nazikin, Should observe the matters that are dealt with in Bava Kama, Bava Matziah, Bava Basar, all of these different gates, all of these tractates that deal, as we know, with nazikin and damages of other people. Rava Amar, Rava says, yeah, you want to be a Hasidah, you want to be a pious person, you should be mekayim mili de avos. You should observe the matters simply of tractate avos, right, the interpersonal ethics of pirkei avos. The Amri Law, in the third opinion, says mili de brachos. We should be focused on mili issues relating to Hilchos brachos, the laws of brachos. I want to focus on this line. Rabbi Yehuda again says, to be pious, you have to be focusing on damages. Rav says, to be pious, you have to be focusing on mili de avos. And the last opinion says, mili de brachos. So what exactly does this mean? What are we talking about over here? What does it mean? And how do we go and achieve piety? So the Rajba says that these three categories are all areas where the word chasidus is used. So for example, when it comes to Nazikin, the Gemara just told us, Chasidim Harishonim Matsnian, they would hide. So they're referred to as pious people. So all the upshot is is that if you want to be pious, you know, you behave like those people. Similarly, in Pirkei Avos, there's a line that says, a shali, shali shalcha, right? it talks about, mine is yours, and yours is mine, but if I say that what's mine is yours, and what's yours is yours, that is called a chassid. And so, in the Mishnah, in the Avos, it refers to the type of behavior to achieve this idea of chassidus, and that is what it's referring to. Ube brachos, and finally, when we talk about brachos, specifically Meseches brachos, which talks about tefillah, not just making. Brachos on food, but it says <laughs> that before they would pray, the pious people would wait an hour. They would they would set themselves up in order to be able to pray with focus. And so the Rajba understands that this just means these are areas where we've seen the appellation of chassid, a pious person, has been used in the past. And so we know that these are obviously areas of piety. Rabbeinu Yonason adds, he has one one little point over here, he says that Neziken specifically refers to things that are not normal to happen, especially as we see people who would, you know, hide their uh, little things and their their dangerous items uh, in places where it would probably be okay, but that extra level of Nizekin, not just obviously not going and damaging people, but avoiding it entirely. So between all of the different Meforshan, I've seen many, many opinions on this, but between all of the different Mepharsan, we have three things of Brachos and Nzekin and Avos, and these break down into any one of, let's say for example, Brachos which relates to my relationship with God, so the marsha says that, as a matter of fact um, that means to be Tov Lishamayam. I have to work on my bain Adam l'makom. nezikin refers to how I comport myself and how I deal with other people, how am I sensitive to their materials to their to their property? That means tov librios, and then midos that refers to tov laatzmo. I also have not just ben adam Lamakam, I have ben adam l'chavero, but there's another relationship, there's ben adam laatzmo, and that he refers to as the material within Pirkei Elvos had to be a better person, not just to others, not just to God, but to myself. Others break it down. The Meshachachma says that these three categories are Midi Debrachos refers to B'chol levavcha, B'chol M'odecha is Nezikin and B'chol Nafshecha refers to my relationship with myself and that's Midos. And so again, those three terms that we say in the beginning of Shema that I have to be Ahavte, Hashem Elkecha I have to love God with all of my what? All of these three things is really the three relationships of myself between man and god and between man and man. And finally the Gra also points out that the three, the tripod on which Judaism stands, of Torah Avoda and Kamilos Chasadim also plugs into these three things. And so what this Gemara is saying is not just, you know, there are three things that are really nice, but there are three things that are so fundamental. There's an entirely different perspective over here offered by the Ben Yehoyada, and there's really so much to say here, it's really beautiful. But the Ben Yehoyada suggests that Milit the refers to mili, which means words. What do I mean by words? There are three types of things that you could do, and that could be done not so well. Uh, There's mili de There are words that can damage people. Mili in Aramaic means words. So there are words that can damage. Be careful. Rava says mili de avos. I should also be focused on mili de avos, the words of the avos, the way the avos talked to people, and the way the avos dealt with people, and we've talked about that many times before. And others say mili de brachos. Mili de brachos referring to the fact that I have to be focused on my brachos. I'm not supposed to take things from god i'm not supposed to use this world without making a bracha first it's a terrible terrible media to do that and so that would be an alternative interpretation very interesting but it really has something to do with the gemara that it comes from the Gemara that it comes from has to do with avoiding damages now i'll just point out and there really is so much to say here but when trying to achieve piety the uh, marsha reminds us that hasidus the Gemara in Avodah Zahra says, is Gedolah Mikulon, or Pinchas Ben Yoyer has this famous thing that Mesilah Shishoram focuses on. He says, Zahira springs to Zrizos, and Zrizos springs to Nakias, all of these wonderful attributes. The Gemara concludes and says, Vechasidos Gedolah Mikulon. It's the greatest of all of them. Many people point out, uh, the Maharal, for example, says, the idea of Nezikin is that I have to make sure, I have to make sure that I don't do anything. My place in this world is careful about everybody else's. Not just that I don't go out and do damage. But he says the nature of damaging others and not being sensitive to their property, I don't even gain from it. I don't I don't get anything from uh, being reckless. I don't get anything from not guarding my property. And yet still, I care enough to ensure that all of my stuff is safe, and nothing that I do will affect somebody else. That, he says is a good nefesh. That is real piety, when I care about something else, even if I don't technically benefit from doing so. That is why it is considered such piety. Others understand in different ways. Uh, the Chavetz Chaim says that mili Avos refers to the different types of behaviors of Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and mili refers to Ra. I have to avoid doing bad, and of course mili De Brachos refers to doing good. And in any event, three methodologies for gaining piety, and that's just the start. Have a great day.